We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, if you have a Dakes Bible, Dakes lists 74 different false accusations that Job brought against God. And you ought to look them up. Because he did. He charged God with 74 different false accusations. Now, see, if it was true then that Job made no false accusations toward God, how did he make these 74? You see, up to that point, it means in chapter 1 that he had not charged God foolishly. After that, he did charge God foolishly. Now, you need to know that. Now, I know that this is a controversial subject, and I didn't intend to get controversy stirred up, but you need to know that Job did accuse God of things that God didn't do. Now, the whole end of the matter was that God gave Job twice what he ever had. That's what God did for Job. Now, the point I'm driving at here is the fact that when people think wrong, it causes them much misery and much problems. Job could have got out of his situation months before he did if he'd have got his thinking straightened out. And some of you need to get your thinking straightened out. If your thinking does not agree with the Word of God, then your thinking needs to be straightened out. And when you get your thinking straightened out, you're talking straightened out. You're walking straightened out, you're headed in the right direction. Now let me give you another, for instance. A friend of mine, he had a operation, open-heart surgery, and I went and prayed with the man before he went into surgery few days before he went. Now, this fellow was not brought up to know the confession message or faith. He was raised in a certain denomination that really didn't teach him a whole lot of anything. And when I prayed with him, I knew the man was in fear. I knew the man was believing to die and because of the things he said. But I prayed in faith and set my faith in agreement with the Word of God that he'd be delivered. But you see, you can't always deliver people with your faith, especially when they're steeped in unbelief and doubt. But I led the man the Lord's Prayer and got him ready to go. And he had studied the operation that he was going to have. And he told the doctor, you know, he got the book and he read all about it. And he said, now, Doc, he said, when you put my heart back, hook it back up, it'll never beat again. And the doctor said, oh, you don't understand. We've done so many of these operations, and they've all been successful, and said there's no reason why it wouldn't. And he said, you watch and see. My heart will never start. It'll never beat another lick. And he died on the operating table exactly like he said. His heart never beat another lick after they took the pump off of it. Never could get it to work. They said they didn't know why. The doctor said we don't understand it. But you see, the man prophesied his own doom because he didn't know any better. See, his thinking was not lined up with God's thinking. He could have prayed the prayer of faith. He could have said, Father, your word says, all things whatsoever I ask in prayer, believing, I shall receive. But you see, he believed the words of the devil. He allowed fear to come in. And it came to him as the true proverb, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And he spoke his own death. Now, you may not understand how that all comes to pass and how many of these things that happen every year. 
But medical science has found that it does make a difference what a person believes and what a person says. It can affect them. There was a lady in our hometown that was planning a trip, and my daughter's had a dress shop. She came in one morning to the dress shop, and she said, Well, I knew it. I knew it. I told my husband three months ago, You watch and see, the day that we get ready to go to Hawaii, our kids will both be sick. She said, Today's the day, and they were both sick this morning. Now, isn't that amazing? Here's a woman that was able to prophesy three months ahead what was going to happen that very day. Now, see, the problem was she opened the door to the devil by her foolish speaking, see. Now, if she'd have known the Word of God and known that she could have what she said, if she believed, if she doubt not in her heart, released her faith toward the Word of God to thank God I'm believing for our children to be well. You watch and see. The day we get ready to go, our children will be well. They'll not be a sick person in our family. And just proclaim the good news. Well, it's just as easy to prophesy that as it is to prophesy the bad news. But now, see, she set it up for Satan. Satan said, my, my, look here. All we got to do is show up this certain day, and it'll be the easiest thing we've ever done. And you know, it's like she met him at the door and said, Come on in, I've been expecting you for three months. And he showed up. Well, people don't realize that their thinking causes them to speak wrong. And when you speak wrong, you open the door to the devil. You need to learn to resist the devil. The Bible says, Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. He won't flee from God, he'll flee from you. You speaking God's Word. Now, you remember on the Mount of Temptation, Jesus spoke what God said and defeated the devil. Well, you can speak the same thing. You can speak God's Word, and it'll defeat the devil the same way. In Matthew, the 12th chapter, beginning with verse 34 there, you find that Jesus said, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now, see, the reason that she prophesied that was because that's what was abundantly in her heart. She believed that. Now, when you believe something and speak it, you've given the devil some words to operate on. He operates through the authority of your word. Jesus is speaking here in verse 34. He's talking to the scribes and Pharisees here. And he says, O generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart and the mouth speak. See, now, when you put wrong things in your heart, you're going to speak wrong things out of your heart. Have you ever seen an individual that say a curse word or something and they'd kind of catch yourself and they'd say, oh, oh, I don't talk that way. <laughs> I had an individual say that one time to me. He was working for me on the farm and we was driving down the turn road. He came out with a big curse word. Then he grabbed his mouth and he said, oh, oh, excuse me. He said, I don't talk that way. <laughs> what he meant was that I didn't intend to talk that way before you. But you see, what was in his heart got in his mouth. And you see, that's what happens to you as an individual. What you're believing, you can't hide. It's going to get in your mouth sooner or later. And that's why it's important that you think the way God thinks. You see, we need to bring our thinking in line with the Word of God. Now, Jesus went on to say that a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. Now, he does that. He brings it forth. 
And an evil man out of the evil treasure, or what's evil in his heart, he'll bring forth evil things. Now, I'm convinced of this, that a born-again Christian can bring evil things out of their heart if they're in there. There's a lot of Christians that have got evil things in their heart. They're charging God with making them sick, with killing their babies, and all of that. God's not the killer. And when we bring that out, we're speaking out of the abundance of our heart. That shows you that they're not thinking right, and they don't have their thinking in line with the Word of God. Jesus says in verse 36, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Every non-working word that you speak, you're going to give account for. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to go to hell because you said some things wrong. But it means you may lose reward because you talked wrong here on earth. You said, well, I'll tell you, I can't ever give to missions because if I ever get any money, all my kids come down sick and have to spend every dollar on doctor bill. You know, you get to heaven and the Lord may say, why didn't you give more to missions? Well, Lord, I couldn't because all my kids come down sick. And he said, yeah, that's your problem on earth. He's always confessing the bad thing. And he said, you'll give account of every idle word. See, those were idle words. They was working against you that wasn't working for you. You'll lose reward because of that. Doesn't mean you'll go to hell because of it, but you'll lose reward because of that. You'll give account of every idle word that you speak in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. So you see, what we say, what we speak, we're going to give account of it. We need to realize that God is on our side. He's not against us. I want to read to you in the 15th chapter of Matthew something that Jesus said, and I think it'll help clarify what we're saying here. Verse 11, he says, Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth the man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth the man. See, your heart can be defiled from what comes out of your mouth. Now he comes down to verse 18, and he says, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. Now get a hold of this. He said, It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles you, like the food you eat, but he says it's the things that comes out of your mouth. Now here he says the things that comes out of your mouth proceed from the heart. Now there's two things involved here. What's abundantly in the heart will get in the mouth, and what's in the mouth will get in the heart. See, it works both ways. The way you got that stuff in your heart was speaking it out of your mouth. And then when it gets abundantly in your heart, it'll get back in your mouth. Then it's like a dynamo. It's producing fear, doubt, and unbelief. Well, the same thing, the same motions will produce faith in God if you speak the Word of God. So don't speak the wrong thing. Evil thoughts and murders and adultery and all these things come forth from the heart because it was spoken in there and it's a seed and it grows and it comes up and it comes out. So wrong thinking and wrong speaking can bring tragedy. So just line your speech up with the Word of God. Say what God said. Avoid many of the problems that would come to you in life otherwise. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, I'll remind you that all of this week, our CD offer number is 7311. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, entitled Authority and the Anointing. Now, in this series, we talk about the fact that Jesus gave us authority to use His name. 
And it takes the anointing of God to destroy the works of the devil. Now, in the 10th chapter of Matthew, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him. And he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. And, you know, somebody said, well, he gave them power to heal everything. No, all manner of sickness, all manner of disease, not to heal everybody for this reason. It takes faith to receive healing. Not just the fact that the individual that prays for you has faith. In Jesus' ministry, you'll find that in his own hometown, the Bible says he could there do no mighty works because of their unbelief. You have to believe the prayer of faith is being prayed for you, or you have to believe in the laying on of hands to get that anointing to flow to you. Authority comes from the Word of God. And here in the 10th chapter of Matthew, Jesus gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Then we find that Jesus in the 16th chapter of Mark, he gave us authority to use his name. We have the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus, just as if Jesus was here. But it takes faith incorporated with authority and the anointing. Now, the authority is based on the Word of God. The Word of God is the final authority. That's CD offer number 7311, three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.